here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Jeff Hawkins, you and I are both in a similar situation. Are we? We are. I don't know if you know this, but we are bald. In my case, balding, but pretty, uh, maybe I'm all the way there. You're in denial. This is a problem for 66% of men by the age of 35 who lose their hair. Were you, were you losing your hair before 35, Jeff? Oh God, yes. I know I was, I, losing, I, my hair, I was losing my hair around 17, 18. It was, it was tragic. I'm right there with you. And the thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than replace the hair you've lost. But a brand new sponsor on the show is going to help guys out there fix this issue. The solution, guys, is forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, all for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. There's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits. Save hours by going to forhims.com. It's so easy. It's that easy, everybody. And right now, listeners to shake them ropes. If you order now, our listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. You don't have to do that. Go to forhims.com slash STR. That's forhims.com. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash STR. Forhims.com slash STR. Try it today. I'm here to fight, baby. Seth Rollins, get your ass out here, boy. When I show up, it's business time, baby. That's what I thought, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. This week on Shake Them Ropes, Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. Oh, wait. But I was told they were coming. Don't worry, they'll be there next week. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) On Raw, Roman is Mr. Blue Collar, John Cena is the life of the party, and the crew is just leaving cameras on around Alexa. And yet, two of the three worked, so should I critique them? On SmackDown, Broken Backs of the New Day, Broken Shane McMahon, and Broken English. Cedric Alexander is going to WrestleMania, and the Dusty Classic continues on NXT. I'm Jeff Hawkins. Here's my victory lap on being the first to call Braun the Bar at Mania, which will make up for my lack of a victory lap due to the injury of DeAndre Hunter, killing my beloved Virginia's chances in the NCAA tournament. Rob, I'm going to go turn off my air conditioning. Hold on. (laughs) You turn off your air conditioning. I still have, what is it, uh, 16 hours, maybe less, uh, to go and change my entire bracket because I have Virginia going to the finals. Got to change that now. Uh, obviously I don't have them winning cause LOL, they're not going to win. Uh, but I'm gonna have to make some updates on that. Jeff on your bracket, on my bracket. I, I had Virginia going to the finals. I'm going to, I'm probably getting them out in the second round now. 
I don't know. We're still a good team. We're not a great team, but we're still very, very good you without a hunter. You are the... a boring team. Well, that's true, but we play defense, and defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. That's right. <laughs> Allegedly. No. Actually, you, you need to correct. score baskets in, in NCAA basketball, but we're still very good. I still think we may get to the Final Four, and if we get to the Final Four, I'm going. Shake Them Ropes, episode 258, at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter, at Crap Game 13 for Jeff. Uh, mm-hmm. You can email the show, Rob at Voices of You can give all your negative feedback to Rich at Voices of Jeff, can you explain why? I mean, obviously, this is uh, on demand. This is recorded for all of you listeners out there. You're getting it on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, wherever uh, you are recording it or you're listening to it at your own time. We are recording here at 916 Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, and not nine o'clock as originally scheduled. And Jeff, can you tell the people why we're a little late? Uh, we were both playing HQ trivia. Yeah. And I believe neither of us let the other know that we were playing <laughs> HQ trivia. I, no, 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 no. I let you know. You didn't let me know. That's true. Um, we both got out at the same time. So this app, all right. I had never heard of it until like last week. I, okay. I, I think I'd seen references on it. Like, like I see references for, uh, what is it? Um, how, what is it called? Critical Role. Critical Role is some like online game, uh, yeah. I think. Um, I see references to it, but I don't know what it is. Uh, it's the same thing that was happening with a, this HQ trivia. I see references to it. I don't know what it is. Well, my wife downloaded it and apparently has been playing without telling me. And I'm like, what are you doing over there? Oh, I'm playing this HQ trivia. Oh, I've heard of that a little bit. What is it? Got me into it last night. Played. Lost. Got into it tonight. Um and I, I will say this selfish excuse, right? We got to, what was it? The fourth or fifth question. The question about the chimpanzees and the bonobos, right? Yeah. I was going very quickly to choose an answer because I'm like, I kind of got to kick, I got to get kicked out of this game so I can do this show. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's my excuse. All right. Yeah. I mean, the, the question was what, Jeff? The question was who shares the uh, the most genetic it's, material it's, with it, humans? It's, yeah. It's it's which which two animals are the closest, or which one isn't, or one of those two. And yeah, you're right. And so like many people chose bonobos, not knowing what they were, probably. Uh, and I just I, I picked the first thing that I saw, which was chimpanzees. I picked orangutans, so we were both wrong. Uh, no, you would have been right if you picked orangutans. Orangutans I, was the answer. Wasn't oh wait, it? no, you're right. You're, yeah. yeah, you're right. I picked bonobos because right. I thought picked, that was, I thought it was pants. Right, because who the <laughs> fuck knows anything about? And it was the fourth question. Like, okay, this is going to be simple and easy. Apparently fourth, not. Fourth, no, fourth question is always a trick one. Oh always. well, it was a trick question, all right. And I, uh, I was like, okay, I got to go. I didn't think anything of it. And then I see that you were playing HQ trivia, and I'm like, oh my gosh, me too. Uh, so yeah, that's a thing. And I am uh, quitting the show to become a professional HQ trivia player. I bet your wife does better. Anyways, uh, Rob, your favorite thing in WWE this week. Oh, you get me with this question every week. Uh, My favorite thing was John Cena calling out The Undertaker. John Cena, again, showed you the reason. Although, that promo took a weird turn. We'll talk about it in a bit. John Cena's segment on Monday Night Raw was my favorite thing in WWE this week. Okay. I really loved everything about, uh, was it Jimmy or Jey Uso? Uh, I believe it was uh, commonly referred to as one of the Usos. One of the Usos and Big E versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even need the match. That could have got, been a two-segment fight and Shane finally having to get control of the show and it would have been great. 
but it intrigued me. It was vicious. It was brutal. It felt like a fight, and it it captivated me so much. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Second place, of course, Cedric Alexander and Roddy, which was awesome on all fronts. There's a lot to get into. We're not going to really dive deep into a uh, review of WWE Fastlane because it doesn't matter now. It's WrestleMania season. Mm -hmm. Uh, AJ Styles kept his title. Pretty much everyone kept their title. You obviously know about Charlotte Nasca. Charlotte Nasca is going to be the match at WrestleMania. So uh, that is happening. Uh, You did call Braun Strowman in the bar. So much to get into on the WWE side. I want to start, Jeff, Mm. with this poll from at Shake Mm -hmm. Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Can I can I give one fast lane note before you do that? Is Cody Rhodes versus Kenny Omega a dream match? Jeff, how do you think this one went down? I think most people said yes. 600 votes. 47% of the audience said yes. Okay. 53% said no. Cody Rhodes versus Kenny Omega is not a dream match. Are Rob's Cody Rhodes takes stuck in 2015? 59% of the people said yes. Of course they did. Uh, What do you got about Fastlane for me, sir? I thought Ruby Riot really uh, did well for herself on Ru- this show. Ruby Riot was signed to WWE, what, less than a year ago, right around a year ago? About a year ago. And she is uh, women's championship matches on SmackDown side. This is not someone who was in NXT forever. Uh, it seemed like she was in NXT for a good amount of time because she was on TV regularly, but never in the main event slot. And she's on SmackDown now, and she's going to be in this uh, this fabulous moolah battle royal um, <laughs> at WrestleMania. Uh, that- that, that thing. You got, any, you got any thoughts on that, or are we just going to move on? What are the chances that ends up getting a new name before WrestleMania? Zero. You really think? So? Yeah, and your I, reasoning being because uh, loyalty and whatnot, right? Because Vince will double down on the uh, double down. He'll say, "Nope, that's what I'm sticking with." She means a lot, yeah. and she does. She means a lot to the history of the WWE in right. terms of the women's division. Yeah, oh, all yeah. all the personal things. Look, she they could she could have named it the Trish Stratus Battle Royal. I would have been fine with it. But, you know, it's so weird because, I mean, Vince's personal history isn't exactly clean. There's a I mean, look, don't make wrestlers your heroes, mostly, especially if they're wrestlers before 1990, I would guess. (laughs) I would have liked to see Naomi win the first ever BB Memorial Battle Royal. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Did I just kill BB or is she uh, no longer with us? R.I.P. Do you remember? Oh, really? I don't know. Oh, poor BB. On that note, this episode of Shake Them Ropes is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Everyone. That meaning all of you out there. If you have not gotten on the Blue Apron train, it is absolutely the time to do that. Between the convenience and variety of foods, the flexibility of their meal plans, and the high quality of ingredients... It is time to get in on Blue Apron. Try out some of these great meals in March. The quick bucatini with broccoli and pecorino cheese. I think I nailed that one. Parmesan crusted steaks with mashed potatoes and broccoli. A lot of great meals on the options this week and this month coming up at Blue Apron. Blue Apron right now is treating Shake Them Ropes listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com shake. So check out this week's menu. Get your $30 off at blueapron.com slash shake. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. 
We want you and we hope that you support those who support us. So check out Blue Apron if you haven't. Uh, there's no long-term commitments, guys. Go check out Blue Apron at blueapron.com slash shake. Uh, what is the first thing you really want to dive into in WWE world this week? Well, they did a lot of uh, they did a lot of storytelling on Raw. I just don't like I said in my intro, it it it, it defied logic though. All three of these stories defied logic in some way, and yet two of them weren't. The the most egregious, the one that didn't, is this Roman Reigns one. This this thing has got this thing has gone from sublime to ridiculous. Because now Roman Reigns is Mr. Scrappy Blue Collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, underdog. he's fighting for the people, Ooh. sir. He's Steve fighting, Austin. Not, not only fighting for the people, but man, I just come in every day. I clock in. I put my time in. And if I don't come in, I lose my job. I can't feed my family. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I, I believe that, Roman. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, no. Hey, let's face it. Uh, you know, the, the guy isn't the richest ever to do it. But, no, but uh, he has a college degree. He can find another job. He's and not harmed, right? Yeah, but you know, they're they're getting. I, I think they're actually doing a pretty good job with this. To be honest, I I like it. I don't care if it's super corny. I mean, the whole hold build on. up hold, to Rock hold, and John hold, Cena. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. I need to mm-hmm. stop you yep. right. You stop me right there. Yeah, you stop okay. me. Okay. Because mm-hmm. Vin- mm-hmm. how is Brock Lesnar? Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Vince's yep. boy. How is he Vince's boy? Yes. Uh, he's the highest paid guy on the roster, and he works two dates a year. Okay, but he's earned that. That's, but that's, his chest is so big. <laughs> oh, am I stealing someone's gimmick there? You know, I, look I at just, those pecs. You combine that with okay, Ronda Rousey's not there either, and she's a regular member of the roster. I, it's just so. Well, <laughs> I mean, she's. Oh, she's one of those top prospects that gets mm-hmm. called up, you know, doesn't start every single day, but hey, they're here. Yeah, the future is bright. They're here, but yeah, we're only going to start them every other game. That, that's what Ronda Rousey is right now. I mean, they, they announced her so they can get this WrestleMania buzz, but she's not trained. She's not she's not ready to be a regular on the roster. So if anything they've done wrong with Ronda Rousey is saying that she's a regular on the roster right now. Maybe maybe do the special match for WrestleMania, and then guess what? The Raw after, I'm signing a full-time deal with WWE. People would have gone nuts. You don't have to say she's signing a full-time deal the very first night. Say, hey, Ronda Rousey's coming in for WrestleMania. The Raw after, I love it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep wrestling. I'm a full-time superstar. And then have her go on, you know, uh, throughout the year. I just don't... I don't think people are going to buy Roman Reigns as the underdog for the people versus Brock Lesnar, mm. corporate stooge. I don't, I just uh, yeah. don't. Well, I think people will buy that. Yes. Vince is bending over backwards for Brock Lesnar because you see it, you see, you know, he's super highly paid. You know, he's not always on the shows. Uh, I think they've done a, an okay job. They're maybe pushing it a little bit with the, uh, Oh, this guy keeps no showing the shows out of nowhere. Like he doesn't know. He's not a guy who has a reputation for no showing shows. And all of a sudden, two weeks in a row, the gimmick is let's advertise him for the people in the arena and then have him no show. I'd be pissed. Let me me ask you this. What are the chances that just to get heel heat on him, he doesn't show up next week despite Vince McMahon's promise? Um, yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one, because I think you have to have him appear at least on one of the shows. Well, no, but there's still time. But I mean, just next what, week. Two Raws they... left? How many Raws do we have left before this uh, this pay-per-view? Is it two? Are Three we, or four, are we getting so close? Let's see. WrestleMania is August 8th or not yeah, August, April 8th. Wow. 
So we have yeah. one, two, we have three. We have three yeah. Raws still to go before this uh, WrestleMania show. So you have two to make up for, one right. with the pull-apart brawl somewhere in there. He can miss next week. I, I, and well, they I, be fine with this story. I think you have him show up to next week's show, right? And then if you're going to do the gimmick where he no-shows again, have it be that middle episode of Raw in between the go-home and this uh, this next episode. Like, oh, I, I came here. I did what you wanted. Oh, you want me to show up on the next show? Hell no. Hell no. I ain't doing that. Roman Reigns isn't worth my time. Uh, what I, I think people will buy parts of this, and I think it's going to be interesting because Roman Reigns has a little bit of a point that people are seeing Brock Lesnar not on the TV show. They have these feelings about Brock Lesnar over the last three years, like, this guy has been your champion for two years out of the three. He's never on the shows. Um, you let a guy like that we liked that was a full-time champion on the shows and CM Punk leave the company and get disgruntled and never want to come back. Uh, there's some adamant here, uh, adamant uh, hate, if you wish. Maybe not hate. Maybe hate's a strong word. I don't know. Uh, going against the higher-ups and Brock Lesnar. If Roman, I don't know if Roman Reigns is the right guy to be going up against that. CM Punk probably would have been. Uh, but right now you're doing the best with what you got. I think Roman Reigns has been a little bit more true to himself the last couple of weeks. I, I haven't hated it. Uh, we'll see if it's the right thing. But at, at the end of the day, it's probably not even going to be the main event of the show anyway. Mm. John Cena and The Undertaker is happening, folks. And that John Cena segment on Raw. Before he got into the calling out The Undertaker's ego, because that's not a storyline in WWE. Like, they're... They're trying to go for this real shoot bullshit. The storyline in WWE. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. The Undertaker just wrestled Roman Reigns last year at WrestleMania. He hasn't been on the show, but you've made this now a turn on Undertaker's ego. Like his ego is not wanting to be there instead of yeah, 25 years of wear and tear, 25 years of wear and tear. He's a guy who lost to Roman Reigns. Maybe he's down on himself. You know, Undertaker, I'm calling you out because your ego is massive. No, Undertaker, I'm calling you out because I don't have a road to WrestleMania. You are Mr. WrestleMania, and I want to prove that I still have it. Why? Why does this have to be? Oh, Undertaker's ego, unless he's coming back as Mark Calloway or as the biker taker, as someone not the dead man Undertaker. I don't really get the the turn on this egotistical undertaker uh way of this story i don't i don't really like that turn but otherwise before that john cena is proving why he's been the top guy for 15 years because he's the most popular guy he's the best with crowd reactions he is the quickest wit inside the ring except for the miz uh and but obviously john cena is a superstar he's got that crowd in the palm of his hands no matter what he wants to do john cena is the if you don't want to say he's the best of all time he is on the Mount Rushmore of WWE history for show. No, I would agree there, and I would agree it worked, but I think it worked mostly because you got the payoff of Cena challenging The Undertaker. I just, you know, this was more of the, <laughs> Cena just lost the U.S. title. He's going to come out and cut a really upbeat promo right now as opposed to being sad he didn't find a path to WrestleMania. It just, it rang so hollow yeah. and i think well, that's the first time he ever had a beer in his life probably well so <laughs> i mean on that note you know tom brady quarterback new england patriots was on stephen colbert's show this week mm. tom brady chugged a beer on television this yes, was he is known for his chugging prowess. known for his chugging of beers i'm like these guys are really it, it's when the politician decides to go to the bar roll up the sleeves have a beer yeah. because he's a real <laughs> person he's a real human He's just like you and me. Domesticated beer. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah, no, it, it, <laughs> I'm going to go bowling to prove I'm blue collar. Yeah, no, uh, I, eat my, I eat my pizza just like you, except I do it with a fork and a knife. <laughs> Have you ever gotten any of these? Uh... Oh, go ahead. What? No, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, you know what? But it worked mm-hmm. because nobody. You know, you, you th- this program could have depth, but it's not, and it, it's a little bit of a carbon copy of the of the Roman Brock program in some ways. But you know, it, it's just different wording. I, I, you know, I'm 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 fine with how they got there. I just it I my problem is I heard so many good ideas that that it didn't live up to the good ideas I had heard. So that's always a problem on my end. That's not their fault necessarily. But this was happy-go-lucky John Cena. I'm going to challenge I'm going to challenge the Undertaker at WrestleMania, find my way down, point to the sign, and even if I lose that match, it's not going to matter because I'll be up here happy, lizard of the universe, saying John Cena sucks, let's go Cena, buy my new t-shirt, whoop-a-dee-doo, you know, that kind of thing. So, <laughs> I'd like to make a challenge while we're at it. Okay. I challenge all of you. To try Blue Apron and not tell me it's some of the best food that you've ever had. BlueApron.com slash shake. That's BlueApron.com slash shake. Jeff, have you ever done any of these Nielsen ratings books or these no. diaries? No. I got, a, uh, I got a postcard in the mail the other day. It is my pleasure to tell you that your household has been chosen to participate in a Nielsen household survey. I cannot tell you, Jeff, that it has been my dream to be chosen to participate in the Nielsen household survey. And I've finally been chosen. Are you mad with power? Is that, I am filling out. So I guess I, I I was thinking I was going to get one of these diaries, right? I'm going to get this diary. You show you, you write down everything you've watched on a given night. You want, you tell the specific time, what channels, blah, blah, blah. I thinking I was going to get one of these diaries. Well, not yet. All right. The first thing I received is a survey to see if I qualify for doing this ratings book. So I can tell everyone how much Rachel Maddow I watch. Um, inside the envelope, Jeff, inside Mm -hmm. the envelope, they gave me five $1 bills. Some of the crispest, most crisp, crispest, most crisp, $1, crispiest $1 bills (laughs) that I have ever held in my hand. I'm $5 richer all because of Nielsen. And I just keep playing with this money. These are so crisp dollar bills. I filled out my survey. I'm going to send it back. Hopefully I get a ratings book. Jeff, from 8 to 9 on Wednesdays, do I watch TV? No. WWE Network for only $9.99 NXT. How was NXT tonight? <laughs> Is that your segue? Yeah, how was NXT? Um, uh, it was okay. Um, a couple of dusty classic matches. Last week still baffles me a little bit, beating yeah. TM61. What the fuck, man? What the, and, and the street profits are done. You beat the street um, profits. Uh, hold on. Hold on. That hasn't happened yet. Oh shit. Well, anyway, no, this week it was the street profits and heavy machinery in a very, very quick match for heavy. Machinery oh, that's right. That's right. With a comp, with a comedy spot with Otis drinking from, uh, the cup, the pimp cup, the, yeah. uh, the Han Solo cup. Yeah. And, uh, Moss and Sabatelli losing to sanity. Oh, <sighs> Tino, 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 man. Got an Adam Cole versus uh, uh, the the the, the who, who oh Pete Dunn, and you know that Pete ended Dunn. in a mm-hmm. DQ to set up uh, Dunn and Roddy probably in the yeah. Dusty tournament. Yeah, can we talk about how Roderick Strong is just everywhere? 
Love it. Good for him. UK, he, he does his role. UK title scene. Now he's teaming with Pete Dunne. He's in the tag team title scene. He's on 205 Live, probably going to still be a regular when this Cruiserweight thing is done. Uh, this guy's doing everything. He's doing everything but wrestle on Raw. Yeah, they had the contract signing for uh, Alistair Black and Andrade, which was pretty good. It'll be good. Uh, no no Andre in it, just Selena Vega, who later gets attacked by Candice Array. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was there was a uh, there was a uh, oh, uh, Lacey Evans versus Dakota Kai match. Dakota Kai, quick roll up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which led to um, Shayna Baszler coming in, attacking Dakota, which led to Ember Moon coming in, g- getting set up for her finisher because Dakota Kai kicks Shayna Baszler, which was kind of a very cool spot, I thought. And then, you know, it, it was a fun hour. I'll put it that way. But nothing, you know, nothing that would blow you away. Jeff, do you remember who uh, Alistair Black faced last year at the takeover during WrestleMania weekend? Uh, during WrestleMania weekend, I was not there live, so I don't remember off was, it wasn't Corbin, was it? It was not Corbin. Okay. Corbin was uh, well in WWE at that point. Yeah, day. you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Who was it? It was Andrade Cien Almas. That's right. Okay. He is hmm. facing Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, last year, Alistair Black won that match in 10 minutes. Now, Andrade Cien Almas is the champion defending against one Alistair Black. Uh, do you have do you have any inclination that WWE last year, NXT last year, envisioned that this is where they would be at one year from now doing Al- uh, Alistair Black and Andrade Cien Almas one more time for the title? Like, this is this is one year long storyline where you're like, OK, we're going to have Alistair Black debut and win this match against Andrade. But next year, it's going to be roles reversed, and we're going to see how far Andrade and Alistair have come. I didn't think Andrade would be with NXT this time last year. I didn't think he'd be with NXT this time two months ago. Yeah. This is insanity. But, hey, it's a it's a cool thing. I mean, these guys were second from the bottom of the card uh, in just a get-me-over match for Alistair Black, and now it's the championship match. May not be the main event of the show, uh, but it is a championship match, a big match deal. Uh, what is possible for the main event of the show? I guess we can't talk about that yet. No spoilers coming here, folks. Yeah, you've already spoiled I've the street. Said, God damn these street profits. <laughs> That's the shame because I want them in a big match on one of these takeovers. Cause I think they could, st- I think Mo- at least Montez Ford, not necessarily the one that's not Montez Ford, as we like to call him. Uh, but I think Montez Ford could could really steal the show. He and could. it was it was weird watching him be a baby face in peril tonight because I I look at him as getting you know the hot tag for the most part. But uh, no, I, I'm I'm waiting. I'm I hope that they just don't continue kind of on this spot in the tag team division and never really get that shot until you know they get called up eventually or broken up or what have you. They bring the swag like nobody can. <laughs> Don't mean to brag. What about it? Yeah, I bring the swag like nobody can. You know who brings swag? Who brings swag? Oscar brings Asuka. swag. Oscar, yeah. Full of swag. Oscar <laughs> was like, get off me, Kurt Angle. I mean, metaphorically. Uh, get off me, Kurt Angle. I'm going to SmackDown. I'm going to defend for that championship. Not only do you have Oscar, the most dominant woman in your division, skipping brands to challenge the other brands champion. You now have the bar trying to skip out on Raw to go to SmackDown because they don't see the competition as fierce enough. And what do they know? Now their WrestleMania opponent opponent 
is Braun Strowman. This is your match. Braun Strowman versus the bar for the tag team titles. Uh, one, another one of those, like three months ago, how the hell would we have gotten to this point with Braun Strowman? He's one of the hottest characters in the company and he's going to become the tag team champion. Do you think it's going to be by himself? I do. Unless yeah. they're, unless they're bringing this, Neville back to be his little buddy. Well, you know, I mean, you have options here. You could do an Ellsworth comedy thing. You could have him kill Elias again and just throw him on top of a guy. You could have Kurt Hawkins break his losing streak here. But remember during the Attitude Era, one of their favorite things to do to get stars over was to have a guy beat the tag team champs. I think that's what's going to happen here. Yeah, but not only that, but now it's for the championships. Yeah. He's going to become the tag team champion unless we see something like, oh, Kane comes back from the dead to be now a teammate of Braun oh Strowman. No, because um, if they're going to bring someone in to be his tag team partner, it's going to be Kane, right? It's got to be. Who else? Samo- who else can make Samo- sense? Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, who apparently has been cleared, according to some reports. Mm. Reports from non-true wrestling journalists, because there is only <laughs> one. Um. Yeah, so that was interesting. Uh, Braun Strowman. Main event segment of the Raw, too, was to get Braun yeah. Strowman in the tag team division. Um, what else do we got? We got Cedric Alexander, as you said, who is going to WrestleMania. Uh, we don't have his opponent yet, but it, it can either be two people, right? Drew Gulak or Mustafa Ali. Now that you have Cedric in there, are you, uh, are you putting your money in on one of those, Drew Gulak or Mustafa, to be his opponent? I'm putting my money on a Mustafa Ali match, and I think they're going to tear the house down they would tear the house down unfortunately vince don't like those baby versus baby matches he's already got one in the main event side on the smackdown with shinsuke and aj but he doesn't usually like those baby versus baby matches this is hunter's baby now maybe hunter will go out there and say you know what we're doing mustafa ali versus cedric alexander because this is the match that people want uh, but Drew Gulak is still hanging around. And you know what? Drew Gulak versus Cedric, if it ends there, this was the program. You know, you had Enzo in there and then Enzo gets fired. It was Drew versus Cedric as basically the program. We have this big, long tournament all to get back to Drew versus Cedric. And you know what? If you were doing if life were fair and you were doing it on the guy who has done the most to improve his character and the guy who has trogged through the most crap to get here drew gulak deserves it so i would have no problem with that i don't have any problem with either of this i just think the crowd would react a little bit more to a high-flying spectacle like ali and 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 cedric alexander um prince mustafa ali that'd be a good match that'd be fun I hope it happens. Let me help, let me help you out here a bit because I'll go back to, to the women's division. Go back to the women's bo- division. On, bo- on, on both mm. shows. Yes, on both shows. Well, even though the women's division on both shows is the same now. Asuka and Charlotte well, are bridging the division. But very interesting developments on the Raw side, too. I guess production people just leave cameras and boom mics running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if you're Kevin Dunn? So and broadcast Kevin, it to the arena so yes. that people can see it. Kevin Dunn's like, all right, let's uh, let's cut to camera one, cut to camera two. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Alexa is in the locker room. We have a camera in there. Cut to Alexa randomly. Why not? Sometimes, sometimes, Jeff, and I don't, you know, I don't want to cause any fervor. I don't want to upset anybody. Sometimes I start thinking this is fake. <laughs> 
I I just thought it should be Asuka and the truck. Um, you know, I liked how they did this. It, it kind of, uh, I've heard a lot of the criticisms about how it, it rang a bit false. As they say, it's like men writing for women and all those other things. I thought it was fine. I, I, my, my only thing was, it's like, you could see Nia really getting into it and then kind of censoring herself from saying a swear word while she was having her tantrum. But you know what? I, they're going to have to tread lightly here because Alexa toes that line. When she's out there with Asuka, she mm-hmm. toes that line of being politically incorrect with, with Asuka about her English abilities and doing fat shaming in this day and age. It, it's not like you can, can humiliate Natty and uh, Mickey James anymore. So, um, yeah, and that that's going to that's gonna be interesting on the follow-up. I'm waiting a week before I really come up with an opinion of how I feel like this. But I do think that Nia should just kill Alexa in four seconds. Yeah, four seconds like, flat. Just yeah, flattener, like Bundy, really. Bundy, SD Jones, ding, ding, splash, one, two, three. And it then she work. can truly take over the spot of Bailey on the Raw roster. Yeah, okay. But I'm just saying it doesn't hurt Alexa to have a quick pin there. It really doesn't. No. She's she's earned so much goodwill through her character development right. this year that she can take that quick pin. No, she can absolutely do it because her character isn't about being the best wrestler. It's not being about the toughest <laughs> wrestler. It's about finding a way to become the champion. And Naya is there and Naya's had a pretty good year under the radar. This would actually go to the whole, I mean, a year and a half, two years of storylines with Alexa bliss, finding her way to be a champion on SmackDown, finding her way to be a champion on raw. And she goes in there and it's finally time. Someone took the title from her who deserved it. And that's Nia Jax. Okay. Yeah, no, I can, I can deal with that. The Charlotte Oscar program. I am stoked for the match. The promos stunk. And and it was a little of column A and a little of column B here. Um, Charlotte just until she got to the I wanted to challenge you and the st- break the streak that she just seemed disinterested in many. I mean, it was kind of a monotonous. I'm giving exposition. Here's how I tell the story. And I just wanted to say that I'm going to face you at WrestleMania. Da, 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 you know, that kind of thing. And Asuka's, look, I, I don't need Asuka to speak English in a promo. I can get everything I need to know from Asuka's tone. That has always been the magic of watching her when she rants in Japanese. It, it, it's, oh, ooh, I don't want to screw with this woman right now. Here, she's playing that entertainment Asuka where she's speaking in syllables very slowly, but also kind of really hamming it up with each syllable to play kind of to the back of the room type thing. You know what I'm talking about here? Or am, am I mm, off base sure. on this? No. I, okay. I, I think you might have a she, point. She, you know, that kind of thing where, where she's like smiling and like, and, and really going big with each syllable. And that's not the Oscar. I think people want to see. And it, and it kind of goes to the same problem as the Shinsuke promos where all he has to say is I want knee to the face pin. I win. I want the belt. That's all Shinsuke really needs to say to be intriguing because we're all in on the matchup. 
<laughs> we don't need some contrived, I don't need your help when I'm getting beat up by two people, Shinsuke. You know, that kind of thing. We, we're, we're in on this. That's that's all we need is a friendly, healthy, with some heat rivalry. But the, the Charlotte Asuka one, it was just, it was two people saying things you didn't believe necessarily. And then Randy Orton comes out. <laughs> so they did that crap again. And you're just like, that's how you're going to transition out of this. Yeah. Okay. And it was especially weird as I'm watching it because I quickly turned the channel, uh, like towards the end of that, but not thinking it was the actual super end of that. And then I come back and Randy Orton's walking to the ring. I'm like, how quick was I away? I couldn't have been, I was away for maybe five seconds and all of a sudden Randy Orton's coming out. There's no way that Charlotte and them left the ring. Like what the hell happened? <laughs> I was real confused. Like, what is going on? I understand that Randy Orton might want to challenge for the women's championship because he's never had it before. He's in this mode of just collecting titles he never won. But man, that was strange. Yeah, uh, and it, yeah. especially after a heatless segment like that, where, I mean, you have a very over champion with a lot of prestige. She doesn't need to talk about her legacy. We know her legacy. She just needs to sell it versus some uh, someone who's undefeated. How do you, it's so weird because the, the tension there is natural and you can play on that. And it just, there was no tension in this segment whatsoever. No tension in the segment whatsoever. Oh, let's see. Jeff Hawkins, Hmm? Sammy Zayn versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania is going to happen. Maybe. Uptick on the voice is um, is it? <laughs> is it? Uh, that beatdown of Shane was something. Um, especially Shane's little cameo during the Vince segment on Raw. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I think it's gonna be a three way. I think eventually they're gonna play tension. It, it just it was weird how oh let's let bygones be got bygones so we can beat up Shane without even kind of the the notion that one might turn on the other. It was kind of weird for them to be in cahoots. Yeah. I really did the whole time I was waiting as, you know, Sami Zayn to be that loser and idiot who just forgets that Kevin Owens hates him or whatever. Uh, No, no, I, no, I was going the opposite way. I was waiting for Sammy to do something to Kevin Owens because that's his character now. I guess now he's, he's he's the conniving one of the group, but man, Shane, (laughs) by the time, I mean, the, 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 the head in the chair spot, he was blown up, getting dragged to the back, and then that power bomb onto the ladders there, and the <laughs> the uh, as we like to call it the eternal lingering camera shot where you just you know shades like going please just say cut so I can let out an expletive right now. <laughs> he was uh, he was struggling there. He was uh, not having I, a fun time. Okay, if is this going to be a? Is this going to be a three-way or is it going to be a tag match? What, an, between, a hand, another handicap Owens, match? Oh, no, no, no. Owens and Zane versus the McMahons. What, Vince? Mm-hmm. No. Vince is not wrestling a match ever again, ever. He'll just be on the apron. No, no, <laughs> Vince, no, no, it's not. It's not happening that way. Um, you can have a three-way, Shane versus Sammy versus Kevin. I mean, there's still three more episodes of SmackDown to get where they want to go. I'm very okay, confused. And do you fit in Daniel Bryan as a special referee? No, I'm, stop fitting in Daniel Bryan to things, WWE. If he's going to be the general manager, fine, but stop trying to fit him into storylines. Just let him be the general manager. 
that's fine. I don't need him to be guest referees. I don't need him to be enforcers. I don't need to to see him being mean faced to guys. I don't need it unless it's the Miz. Daniel Bryan versus the Miz. They're destined to fight forever and they can't even. I don't need anything else than that. I don't need Shane McMahon wrestling at WrestleMania too. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world just to do Kevin and Sammy. I was just surprised at the announcement. Like, I don't actually think it's going to end up being a singles match. But if it were to be a singles match on WrestleMania, great. Let it happen at WrestleMania. Their feud started, uh, what, the pay-per-view after WrestleMania last year? I mean, I know they were in the the latter match at WrestleMania. But as far as single matches that they wrestled, they were on the pay-per-view after. And let them culminate it in a singles match at this WrestleMania. That's fine. Yeah, that. and it, it's a little weird because of the dynamics here, too, because, I mean, you could make the argument that Shane's the heel in this for yeah, screwing ab- both absolutely. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, even though they're both acting very heelish as well. And it's everyone's weird a bad that, guy. yeah, everyone's a bad guy and a company can't decide if it's the good guy or the bad guy mm-hmm. in other feuds on Raw, including management That's on right. both shows can't decide who's face and heel. It's it's very <laughs> it's, it, it's like it's 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 oh it's a schizophrenic company there's the word i'm looking for is anyone else going to be added to this intercontinental championship program or are we truly getting a triple threat between finn Miz, and seth no uh, uh, that's it that's it because no you, no you, surprise samoa joe no uh i don't know I don't, who else you could do titus i don't think so i think i think you get the mirror images of the mid card belt both having a triple threat okay okay both having a triple threat. That's right. Cause we're going to have Randy Jinder and who else? Who's the other guy? Who am I thinking? Oh, Bobby Roode. That's right. Bobby, Bobby Roode. Roode. Um, what did you think? What did you think of that match on uh fast line? Uh, Bobby Roode and Randy. I mean, mm-hmm. here's the thing. You know me. I'm one of the biggest Randy Orton fans there's ever been. Yes. I like Randy Orton. I never thought Bobby Roode was anything special in the ring. I like Bobby Roode. Okay. Enough. I think he's uh, he's solid. He presents himself as a main eventer even before this uh, theme song in WWE. But in the ring, I could give it or give it, you know, take it or leave it. I uh, I didn't think much of it. I don't know. I didn't either, and I didn't. I I thought it. It's one of those things where I'm like, this match is okay, but I'm not. I'm not invested in it in any form. Yeah, and I'm waiting for it to end. That 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 was one of those, or I was waiting for gender to come out pretty much. Um, I thought, but I did think Orton on, uh, talking smack afterwards was pretty good. Well, Randy Orton's the best there is. I, well, you know, sometimes it just depends on how seriously he's taking those questions in, in the back when he's on the show. But I, I really liked his thing where he goes, you know what? I don't hold Bobby Roode giving me the implant, the glorious DDT or whatever the heck he calls it. I don't hold that against him. Cause look, I was hitting him with RKO's out of nowhere and I'd have done the same thing to him. It's like, oh, good. We're not going to have one of these false stories where a guy who just attacks people randomly is now mad at the lack of respect by a guy who then sneak attacks him. I'm, I, I liked that continuity. I thought that was kind of cool. Are we going to have an Andrade, uh, not Andrade, oh, man, an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal this year, or is it being replaced by the uh, Moolah Battle Royal? No, we're having both. We are going to have everybody- both. Everybody has to get on the show. Well, we have a, to get on the 205 live guys onto the into the show somehow. Oh, absolutely. There's <laughs> a ton of guys. I mean, basically, you have your 205 lives. Can we have a, I don't know who we can have. Um, is it in poor taste to have an Eddie Guerrero Memorial Battle Royal for the Cruiserweights? Like, is it? Mm, no, but they're not going to have one. They're going to just get thrown into the Andre Battle Royal yeah. and get thrown over the ropes, probably. 
That would be a WCW fun style battle royal, man. We have a whole bunch of big dudes and like Kevin Nash is just tossing psychosis out. You know what? I think they'll protect them, though, by just having like other 205 live guys throw them out. I don't think they'd do that to them necessarily. I think that that would really kill that show. <laughs> Does Neville make his grand turn to win the Andre Memorial Battle Royal? No, he doesn't come on until Raw if he's back. All right. Challenging, uh, challenging whoever wins. Could be Drew Gulak, of all people. Or uh, 205, actually. If he'd yeah. be on. He would, he would, they may not even put him back on Raw. The, for the pop, they might. I wonder if know. we should wait for the pre-WrestleMania show, because I want to do these predictions, Jeff. Get them ready. Like, name a prediction for each show. Like, who's going to come up from NXT? Like, the most realistic, like, if you were putting okay. money on it, uh, who's going to come up on Raw? Who's going to come up on SmackDown? And could someone show up? on 205 live because we will will probably have those call-ups i will start getting my analytics uh, together yes put in yes yep put your draft board together uh do your mock drafts uh get your big board put together and see who's number one on it congratulations to my cousin aj the new quarterback of the buffalo bills hooray (laughs) the bengals have become a bills fan account by taking their injured players giving giving them, you know, wins to get in the playoffs, and now our backup quarterback is their quarterback. You know who's a good bet right now? If you want to make some quick cash, you want to spend only like five bucks and make some quick cash, put all your money on those Browns to win the Super Bowl. <clears throat> sleeper team. Sleeper team right there. The Cleveland Browns. Oh, young Jeffrey Hawkins. Uh, what else from the world of WWE made your palm sweat? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I think we've gone through almost everything that, that I did, but, uh, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk one minute, one lousy second about how the revival couldn't stick to a plan. Oh man. freaking guy. You have everyone in that ring trying to throw out Braun Strowman and it's the revival of all people. Like, you know what? We're going to go into business for ourselves. It's yeah. I, I don't like you goddamn motherfuckers revival are the reason we're getting brawn versus the bar. You know what I say to this? I, I, I say, fuck the revival. What? <laughs> I just don't like the way that they do this when, when, Oh, we have a star here. Let's, let's kill the entire tag division. And, and then, and then he'll be over. It's like, Oh, in the, why? well, in the meantime, though, I kind of like that thing. Like you did have everybody peel off a of brawn cause it wouldn't have made sense. It makes sense no, for all not. of those guys to eliminate Braun Strowman, uh, yes. get him out of there so the real tag teams can have at it. Uh, but if like, okay, Braun, we can't obviously let him out. He's winning the match. We got to have these guys peel off. It would make sense for the revival to peel off. And then you have Titus O'Neil peel off. You have people peel off of Braun because you're like, wait a second. These, these pieces of shit revival are going into business for themselves. We got to stop this. I kind of like how they did that. I like how they booked that battle Royal. Uh, it went on forever. No, it's just the idea of it I don't particularly right. care for. I mean, Braun Strowman is going in there to completely annihilate everyone in the tag division. Yeah, they could have done this by just saying, look, they beat everybody. Okay, I need to come up with a special attraction. Here's Braun. Boom. Then you don't. Then he's not making everybody look like a geek in the tag division. It was very odd that the last person in there was, what, Carl Anderson? Like, why yeah. are you having a member of a babyface tag team? the last person stopping Braun from winning that battle Royal because the people wanted Braun to win that battle Royal. Why was it not the revival as the last two up against Braun and they're tag teaming and everyone's like, Oh, hope is lost. The revival's going to win. And then Braun eliminates all two of them. That was a weirdly booked finish 
to what I thought was an okay battle royal that went on forever. Like, what yeah. what are you doing in there? Carl Anderson's going all uh, babyface fire, going to knock out Braun Strowman. And people are like, no, we, we, we don't want you to. We want Braun Strowman to win, Carl. Please get out of the ring now. I will I will uh, quiz you on not quiz you, but ask you a question question. Sasha and Bailey, are they in the battle royal or are they are they in a singles match at Mania? What a savage question. Uh, I think they are in the battle royal. Yeah. And who's the face and who's the heel here? Who who ends up throwing the other out? I mean, they kind of healed on Bailey there a little bit on Raw. Sasha was like, what are you doing? Why are you letting me get up, beat up by absolution? Well, hold on, hold on. She saved her, and then she left. So it, it it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, are they rebuilding her back up as just a babyface who stands up for herself and wants Sasha to learn a lesson about friendship? Or are they healing Bailey now? Because they haven't been clear on this. They should heal it's, Bailey. It's, it's kind of intriguing. You know, the dark Bailey storyline. They should. I want it. The babyface Bailey isn't working. Well, I, yeah, I want, but I want it done well and I don't think well, they will. Well, no, of course not. Just, I mean, come on, but doing yeah. dark Bailey is the best way to ensure the best babyface Bailey. She has to go. She has to go heel first. She has to go yes. bad woman, bad woman there. Um, will they, uh, will they, or won't they with that? No. No, yeah. because she's mm-hmm. she's still a hero to children everywhere. I think they're gonna keep her just as a merchandising thing, and uh, we'll get through this program and 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 then uh, move on with our lives. Mike Kanellis's appearance on SmackDown, yay or nay? Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican jerk turkey sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 